Discord. Hello, hello everyone. Happy Friday and you guessed it. Today is a new Friday with a new founder. We are so, so thrilled to welcome and introduce Jen Patrick from California, Fresno, California. Yay, hi Jen. Hi Monica, thank you so much for having me today. We are excited, we, me, and my multiple friends behind me, <laughs> I'm so excited to have you here and to interview you and get to know you a little better. We had a little pre-conversation that was so fun. I almost wish I was hitting record back then because it's just, you have such an interesting life and, and all the things that you do plus close to my heart on top of it. I can't wait to find out why close to my heart and you know what it's done for you in your very extremely busy life. So let me just tell all of our viewers, all of our makers out there, Jen is celebrating 20 years with her husband, Kevin, in Tahiti. That is her ninth trip. Well, no, actually eighth trip. She's earned 10 because she also earned Bermuda, New York and Bermuda, which we just cashed out. But still, it's probably nice to have the cash, even though we couldn't go on the trip. And she just earned Hawaii as well. So 10 trips. 20 years of marriage, and now Kevin gets to come to Tahiti. Well, more like you told Kevin he has to come to Tahiti because Kevin is such a busy guy. So let me back up a little bit. Jen is also celebrating 20 years of being a school teacher, and not just any school teacher. She teaches PE, physical education. Wow. I need you to be my teacher, Jen. <laughs> And um, she's had to teach it via Zoom the last two school years, which I can't even imagine what that's like. And her husband, Kevin, is also a PE teacher and a high school baseball coach, which if you're not from the U.S., you, this is like a massive deal. Like this is huge. So she's a teacher. She's a wife. She's a massive supporter. I'm sure Kevin can't do what he does without you. And they have two teenage children, Tyler, who's 15 and learning to drive and cute, cute Allie, who is 13. So you've got these beautiful kids, Kevin, this busy, busy career as a P teacher, and you do close to my heart. Wow. Hats off to you, Jen. Amazing. Thank you. Oh, Jen's earned 10 trips. Like I've said, she became a founder in October. She's done it twice now, which is incredible. Now remember Jen had to do 70,000 or 70. Oh my gosh. You wish, right? $7,000 in sales, which is incredible. And so Jen, tell us what in the world, first, why close to my heart? And second, how have you made it something so successful with the busy life that you lead? Uh, why Close to My Heart? Well, Close to My Heart from the get-go has been um, kind of like my outlet. It's been my um, escape from reality and escape from family life and, and the busy that um, obviously I am involved in um, with the family and work and um, all the additional things. It started as a hobby. I was scrapbooking and I was starting to get into making cards and um, I was introduced to Close to My Heart through a party and I attended and I bought a lot and I fell in love. And then I hosted a party, you know, kind of like how, how it used to go. Right. So I hosted a party and then, um, I got all kinds of great stuff and 
a friend of mine booked a party. So I went to her party and, and it just kind of like kept going like that. And so then I decided I was going to book again. And I finally called the consultant at the time, Tammy. And I said, you know, um, what if I just joined and like got the discount because I'm buying so much stuff and I love it. Obviously. What if I just joined and she was not a leader and she didn't, she didn't know anything about being a leader. And she was just kind of like, okay. And I said, would you help me out? Like help me get started. And she said, sure. I don't know what I'm doing, but sure. We'll, we'll I'll help you get started. And, um, and that's, that's how I joined. And I did it because I was, spending so much and buying so much. And I justified it as, well, now I'm getting a discount. So, you know, it's worth it. And my journey has changed so many different times and so many different ways over the last 14 years that, um, it's always, but it's always been about the hobby. It's always been about the, the craft, the, the memory keeping and the paper crafting and, and the joy that it brings me personally and what I create from it, it, I just, I love it. I love every minute of it. I, I love being creative. I don't consider myself a designer creative, but I love to create. And it's always been about that. And then as I got going, it became about the relationships and the relationships that I was making with my upline and with um, the people that had already been at parties with me and, you know, people that I knew around town that were sort of crafty. And then as it expanded and as it grew, um, and online, like online has always been a huge part of my business. Um, and, and a part of my life, I guess you could say, uh, and just as it, as it transformed, it's always been about the relationships, but for me, um, success has come from, not only that, but being able to balance and know when it's the time to, you know, devote to the craft and to the business and know when it's time for family. And um, with a busy family with two kids who, when I started, I only had one. I had one baby. He was a year and a half. Um, I became pregnant and then had my second child. Uh, so what do we call them? close to my heart babies. What yes. I know there's a term. <laughs> I don't know. I have, I have many close to my heart babies. <laughs> I've heard that. And I was like, Oh, I don't have that. And then I thought, wait, I actually do. I have a close to my heart baby. Um, and yeah, having a second child and going through, you know, the baby phase and the toddler phase, and then in, you know, through daycare and still working and still being, you know, a supportive wife with my husband's job. And then them growing, you know, through elementary ages and, you know, being busy and after school activities and, you know, like the dance classes and the t-ball and then the little hoopsters and all the things that, you know, we would do as a family and with little kids and now having teenagers who I feel like they run my life, my calendar revolves around them. Um, just having the balance and, and being able to schedule wisely and make the priority, you know, make family the priority, but also schedule time for, um, for me and for business and for, um, the craft. So it's just been, uh, really, it's just been a, a very busy journey, but it's been, it's, it's been different all along the way. And so I can't really like pinpoint one thing that has, you know, set 
set above anything else. Um, but it's been fun. And I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I don't know that my life would be the same if I didn't have close to my heart in it. And I almost don't know what my life is without it. It's, I, I can't even imagine, I can't imagine having, you know, going through life and not having this as a part of my life, because I just, I feel like I've become the person I am alongside with close to my heart. And so I'm just very, very grateful for that. Wow. That, that is so beautiful. And it totally speaks to me. I get it. And I know for those watching too, they understand it too. It, it's like a pull, it's a draw. And what I love most about your message is the self-care that you, in order for you to serve everyone, you know, and you're serving so many people and all your students and your children and who are so active. And I didn't mention Tyler's also on the varsity baseball team at his dad's school, which is I'm sure even extra pressure. And yet I love that message of this is, this brings me joy and this helps to set me apart. And this is you, this is for you. And this is what close to my heart means to so thousands, thousands and thousands of people, whether they're makers or customers, it's about, you know, making with your hands and making something beautiful. You don't have to be the artistic designer, but you're a creator in your own right. I love that. And I know for a fact how deep the relationships go because I've been on so many trips with you and have seen those deep bonds of friendship grow with fellow makers, your sidelines, upline, downline, all of the above. And it's such a beautiful community and you are such a beautiful part of it. So thank you for sharing that. All right, Jen, my next question for you is, you know, what, how do you, how do you measure success for you? What does success look like in your close to my heart business or just in your life in general? What does that, how does that speak to you? Uh, well, in close to my heart, I set goals for myself and, um, I've always been very driven and, um, and very focused on what I want in, in my job, in my life and in anything. And so setting goals and, um, you know, mini goals, chunking things out, you know, making sure that you're on the right track to, um, that success is important and how I measure success is, you know, have I met that goal or not? And, and really more importantly, not just meeting the goals, but, does it bring me joy? Because I'm really, truly a believer that if you are not happy with what you're doing in life, you shouldn't be doing it. And, and that goes for like anything for, you know, I've said that for years and years and years in my, you know, what I, the real job, I guess. I mean, <laughs> they're all real jobs to me, you know, being a mom and, and being a maker and being a, a teacher, they're all real jobs. But in my teaching life, if I'm not happy where I'm at, what I'm doing, then I shouldn't be doing it. And I experienced that. I had, uh, I was at a, I've been teaching 20 years. I've been teaching physical education in the same school district. Um, incidentally, not where my children are. So I commute um, 30 to 45 minutes to my job every day and back. Um, but I was at a school site where I was not happy. I was quite miserable. And I, it, it was a couple of years and I just, I felt like I was being bullied 
And I just, I hated it. I hated going every day. I didn't want to go. I stepped foot in, um, in the school one school year, the first day back. And I was so unhappy. And I looked at my coworkers and I said, this is it. This is the last year here. I'm not doing this anymore. If that means that I don't have a job, I don't have a job. And I came home that day and I told my husband, this is the last year I will endure this. And I, I have to do something else. And he looked at me and he was like, you need a job. And I said, well, and you know, we kind of went back and forth It's close to my heart enough to quit your job altogether. And, um, the answer at the time was no. And I just, I went through that school year and for six months, I was absolutely horribly miserable. And then things started to change and I kept applying and interviewing for different things. And towards the end of that school year, I, um, got a new placement. I applied for a transfer within the district to a different position and I got that position and I was instantly happy again and excited about what I was doing. And so I really feel like, you know, having joy and, you know, not every day is going to be peaches and roses, like, and rainbows and unicorns. It's just not like, that's not how life is. But if you're not, doing something that's bringing you joy, if you're not in a position in your life that is, you know, a happy place or has potential for that, then you need to make a change. And so when I think of success, that's what I think of. Am I, am I happy? Is what I'm doing bringing me joy? And if it's not, then I have to make a change. And if it's not working, then you have to make a change. And so, you know, when I think about my business, I, you know, I always set goals and I'm pretty, you know, I've been pretty good at, you know, meeting those goals and specifically, you know, with the trips, like you said, I've earned 10 incentive trips. The first few were hard. And now, I mean, I've almost earned it twice. So, um, I mean, it's to the point where it just gets easier and I'm earning it sooner and sooner, which is amazing. And, um, but that's due to the work that I put in over time. It doesn't happen overnight. And so when I think of, you know, success in my business, it's, am I, am I enjoying it? And am I meeting the needs of my customers? Because at the end of the day, that's what's important. If I'm not serving them and serving their needs, then I'm not doing it right. And I need to make a change. And so that's in a long, big nutshell, I think what success means. Oh, I love it. I love it. Finding joy in what you do and then making a change when you don't. And, you know, speaking of change, like how I loved what you said about the momentum, you've built it from the beginning and it's just been growing from there, but how have you been able to keep it growing or even keep it consistent amongst what's happened? And you're in a state where it's been extremely strict and extremely, you know, locked down, all those types of things. Like, how did you keep it going or even thriving? Because you've made founder twice. How did you do it? So I was very blessed to have kind of already built a, a community through Facebook for my customers. And I, I kind of had like a couple different things going on. And when, um, even a little bit prior to when COVID hit, I, um, I just kind of ramped it up and I am comfortable online. I'm comfortable doing things virtually. In fact, I kind of feel like the whole 14 years I've been online, I started out, um, 
all those years ago, I was involved in different um, message boards and community forums and things like that. And that's kind of how I got started um, in scrapbooking. And uh, I was doing online crops before online crops were, I, I guess maybe they were popular then and then they obviously made a comeback, but um, I was doing online crops, I, I remember, you know, 12, 13 years ago. But um, I had already had that community and was involved in those things. And then when Facebook, you know, became our platform, like the main and one, one of the only platforms, I was already kind of established on there. And I, um, when COVID hit and we got shut down, instantly we all had time. We all had time. I was working, but it was not like this year at all. I mean, it was very... Um, very minimal because we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know that we were going to get shut down the whole rest of the school year. We just thought it was a like all of us, a couple weeks and we'll be back at it. <laughs> and boy, were we wrong. But I took that as an opportunity to, you know, serve my customers and they were all home and they all started, um, you know, I, I was still doing what I was doing, posting things and, you know, Hey, Oh, now that you have the time, how about this? And I started an online crop at the very end of March, 2020. And, um, it was, I think it was a single day where I had challenges and games and, um, prizes and it just took off and it was super popular. I added, um, I sent it out to my newsletter that had grown, you know, over time through events and, and different things. And I had people joining my group from the newsletter and people just, you know, from word of mouth, like joining in and that has grown and sustained for the last 15 months. I have done, probably 18, I think, virtual crops since March of 2020. And I just finished one um, yesterday. I'm still doing them every month. Um, I have probably 30 or so people and the people kind of, you know, ebb and flow. And, but I'm telling you, the need is there. Even though some of these girls are local and there are actually events happening, um, you know, locally and in person, um, where I am and in other parts of the country, there is still a need. There is still a need for an online community. And it has brought people together that couldn't see each other, that were friends. It has um, made new connections amongst people all throughout the country. Um, I, and, and I have people like begging me to keep doing them. I have people that are just so grateful and telling me constantly that they love what I'm doing and they, they need it. They need it in their lives. They need that sense of community. They need it. And they have found it in my group and it keeps, you know, adding to it. I mean, these women have made friends with each other, like out, I feel like because of me or through me, but like on their own. And it's really just, beautiful to see them supporting each other and um, con connecting with each other in Facebook. It's just, it's been so much fun. I totally get it. And that's why I love our Facebook group and community. And, and I think it's awesome that you already had a foot in the door and, you know, would you say you're like a technological expert or you just went for it? Like, 
you know, how did that go for you? Um, I wouldn't say I was an expert, um, but I'm definitely more comfortable today than I was, you know, right at the start of that. But I had been doing some Facebook lives and I had been doing some, um, you know, like demos and things where, you know, cause I have like all the camera, not all the cameras, but I use my phone, but I have like all the tripods and the kind of the different setup. And, um, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm professional, um, but I'm definitely not a newbie at it. And then, you know, being comfortable with doing Facebook lives in my group and, um, with the virtual crops, definitely helped me be comfortable with the technology of Zoom and teaching virtually. I will say that it has um, definitely benefited each other in many, many ways, because had it not been for me being comfortable through close to my heart and my business doing um, online things and, you know, using the computer and um, using Google and Google Forms, because I've done that through my business, then I would not have been able to do it for school as well. So it's been really mutually beneficial. Wow. Well, what a success story, Jen. Thank you so much for sharing with everyone. I just really am just wowed by your accomplishments, your achievements, and your attitude of just keep going and doing, you know, like just find your joy. And I'm so happy that close to my heart has been a joy for you in your life for 14 years and longer. So excited to be traveling with you and Kevin on your anniversary in November and um, just stay safe. Thank you so much for being an incredible founder and incredible example. And it looks like I'll need to be talking to you about teaching some classes on how to do this online stuff, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely been fun. And, and I mean, I've enjoyed it. And I think the, the best part about, you know, the, the whole thing is just, like I've said before, all the relationships, not just with my, my customers and my team, but like you said, um, with my fellow makers. And I mean, I, I have a tribe of women that I love with all my heart and I would do anything for them. And I know that they would do anything for me. And so, I mean, I haven't done any of this by myself. I definitely have, you know, called on my, my girls and we've, you know, bounced ideas back and forth. And, you know, what I'm doing is not something that's like innovative and all on my own. I mean, it's, it's been done by many, many makers, um, founders included, and, um, you know, just, we draw upon each other and, um, the best part about it is celebrating, you know, on these trips, like my, I have three of my um, posters there. They need to be hung up on the wall. I just redid this room. And so, um, and, and all like everything, all of it is from close to my heart. It's all because of close to my heart. And so who knew that a little direct sales company could make such an impact in people's lives. I never imagined that when I joined, I mean, it, it was products, it was paper and stamps and, and scrapbooking and card making. Like that's what it was in the beginning. And it has become my life. It's become a huge part of my life. And so I will eternally be grateful. And I don't ever want to have my life without close to my heart in it because I I just can't even imagine it. 
Amen, sister. Well, I guess Jeanette Linton knew, didn't she? <laughs> she knew. Thank you so much to Jeanette. Well, thank you to Jen. Jen Patrick from Fresno, California. We are so grateful for you. Thank you so much for um, this wonderful chat. And we will see everyone again next Friday. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you, Monica.